Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey friends, welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and this week we're going to be diving into cleaning routines. So we're going to learn how to keep our home clean, but keep it clean consistently. Let's dive right in. Okay, a few things just to kind of give you an idea of how important it is to have a clean home. Here's just a quick quote from Tenley Haraldson um, from Puracy. It says, A cluttered and or dirty home can have a major impact on your health and science can prove it. Women who saw their homes as cluttered were more likely to suffer from depression, fatigue, and higher cortisol levels. So in other words, higher stress, okay? We're really dealing with a lot more stress when we have a cluttered home. There's a strong correlation between domestic cleanliness and physical health. Cleaner homes tend to have healthier residents. Take it for what you think, you know, take it or leave it, but the reality is when you have a cleaner space to work in, you tend to take care of yourself better and have less stress and just live a healthier lifestyle. Okay. You have more mental clarity. There's a ton of benefits that come from that emotionally, mentally, physically, all the things, right? And lastly, people overwhelmed by disorganization are more likely to procrastinate. A clutter-free workspace, desk, I could even add like living space, Um, yields for far better focus and productivity. Okay, so that's just kind of some basic ideas and and help you to just kind of understand the importance of having a clean home. Okay, so it's not just something that we should do or could do, but it's something we actually need to do to have good health. And I mean, I can say most humans would say health is a big priority. We need to take care of our bodies. We need to take care of our homes at the spaces that we live in because it really affects everything on us as humans. You know, our, our space, our surroundings affect us. Our environment affects us internally, externally, and in so many different ways. And a lot of times we don't even realize how much our surroundings or our external world um, just kind of affects us good or for bad, you know, however, however ends up going. So if we want to have our environment help us to have a good positive experience, then we need to make sure that we are doing our best to take care of it. Okay, so now I want to move into kind of the whole idea of a cleaning schedule and and how we can feel less stressed, how this can really provide a sense of relief a sense of relaxation, a sense of accomplishment, and kind of like an overwhelming, like you got this, you know, an overwhelming feeling of I am in control of my environment and I can handle being the the CEO of my household, right? I, I can handle being the homemaker, the, you know, the, the one that takes care of the home and, and 
makes it what it is, makes it a welcoming and cozy and wonderful space to invite friends and family and help people to feel welcome in, right? This is this is part of our goal is to create a haven for our families and, and for people that come to visit, right? So a whole home cleaning schedule allows you to feel less stressed because you know that neat and tidy isn't ever too far out of reach. And that's by Abby Garvey, okay? And she's she's from Simplify 101. With She's an organizing and productivity expert. And I, I love the way that she words that. It's just doing, having a cleaning routine really helps us to just realize that having a really tidy home is never too far to reach because we focus on it every single week on different parts of the home. They're focused on different days of the week so that every week we know if we didn't get to it this week, we can totally get to it next week because we already have that time set aside. And it just, it gives us that sense of relief and accomplishment. And yet kind of, it gives you the sense of control. Like I've got this, I can do this. Okay. So for example, if you notice that your floors need to be mopped and you just are kind of a little bit stressed about it, kind of a little bit, you know, oh, I don't know when I'm going to get these mopped, but I've got some spots that need to be mopped up and I don't have time to do it today. Like if you have a cleaning schedule, you don't even worry about it too much because you know that wash floors day is coming up tomorrow or whatever next week, whenever it is that, you know, it's coming up and you can focus on it then. So rather than letting it bother you and just like bottle up inside you and just kind of take up that, um, mental space constantly, because you're not even quite sure when you'll get the time to get around to it. You don't worry because having that cleaning schedule actually helps you have a feeling of, of freedom. You know, it's freeing. It's really freeing to know that, I'm going to be able to take care of that tomorrow. Today I'm focusing on bathrooms and tomorrow I'm going to focus on this task and the next day I'm going to focus on this task. And if it doesn't get done in the time that you're allotting yourself for that specific day, it's okay because you can just roll it on over to the next week. No problem. Um, Or, you know, you can have a day where you have like a catch all day. And if you didn't get to certain tasks during the week, if you don't want to wait until the very next week to do it, it's okay. Just kind of wrap things up on your catch all day, right? So it does take time and effort and hard work um, to lay that first foundation of a cleaning schedule because you have to kind of play catch up on your home, okay? You you simply like have to get it into the point of being able to be in maintenance mode. So if you have not done a cleaning schedule and you have not really focused on specific things, when you go into your deep cleaning as you're getting your house into that maintenance mode, you're going to realize that you have a lot of dust like on your back. All right, step one, it's important to take inventory, okay? So in order to set up a cleaning routine, you must first know what needs to be cleaned. Don't rely on your memory alone because you'll forget little nooks and crannies throughout your house of things that you need to clean, right? Take a notebook and a pen and tour your house like you're a guest room by room and write down everything that needs to be cleaned and how often. Step two, it's important to categorize and then prioritize. So list all rooms and living areas that you need to regularly clean. And don't forget places like hallways and stairways, entryways, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can kind of think those into it, whether you want those to be a monthly task or a weekly task or, um, you know, whatever you, you kind of decide Um, but the areas you don't use that often can be put on your quarterly or seasonal cleaning list. They don't necessarily have to be on your weekly list. Okay. So kind of figure out 
prioritize after you've after you've categorized your different cleaning tasks you know into like for example if you want to do like bedrooms and bathrooms and um, laundry room living room family room you know however you want to categorize it make sure you prioritize the places that need to be cleaned weekly those are the items that are going to go on your weekly cleaning list so don't worry about the monthly tasks or the seasonal or quarterly tasks we're just focusing on weekly tasks right now okay Step three, always start from top to bottom when creating a cleaning list for each room, okay? So you want to make sure that you start, for example, with the ceiling fans first, and then you'll move down to like, say, laundering the bedding and and then maybe getting down to the floors, okay? So you want to work from top to bottom when cleaning a room. Um, so each day would be like, there, there's several different ways to do this, but for me, I found that if I choose a day that I'm going to do a certain task and then I make a list of the things that need to happen with that task. For example, say on Tuesdays you do bathrooms, okay? And you make a list of everything that needs to be done in order to consider the bathrooms done for that day. Make that list and print it out and have that with your cleaning caddy and have a cleaning caddy already in the bathroom, you know, under the sink ready to go. So it's a very simple thing. You just quickly do the things that are on the task list, check them off as you go and be done, right? So it's just important to make sure that you kind of know what needs to be cleaned in each room. And even though it's simple sometimes and you already kind of know what needs to be cleaned, sometimes it's good to just visually see what needs to get done. So it helps you to prioritize what needs to get done first so that if you don't have time to finish something that if you have guests over, you're still going to be okay because you've got it mostly cleaned. You've prioritized the biggest things that need to be cleaned first. And then you kind of get down to the nitty gritty, if that makes sense. Step four, plug your cleaning task into your weekly cleaning schedule. So a few tips for this one. Tip number one, leave Sunday as a day to relax and catch a break. Only focus on the dailies this day. This is not going to be a day where you focus on any heavy, um, deep cleaning or anything like that. It's supposed to be a day to just relax and catch a break. That's totally up to you on if you want to do that or not, but that works for me. I feel like I need to have at least one day a week where I can just breathe and not have to worry about doing any massive deep cleaning or anything. I can just catch a breath, okay? Tip number two, front load your week. Eat that frog, Okay. Make sure that you do your hardest cleaning tasks at the beginning of the week. The ones that you dread the most, don't love that much, um, are the hardest or take the longest to do. If you front load your week, you tend to relax a little more towards the weekend and then you can fully relax on that Sunday. Um, so like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, try to get those days filled with the tasks that are harder and then ease it up as the weekend comes so that you can you have worked hard and then you can relax and you can have fun and, and chill the rest of the week. Also, it kind of gives you the opportunity to prioritize things that really need to get done. And that way, if the other things didn't get finished, it's okay because you got the main things done that really, really needed to be focused on. Tip number two, um, I'm sorry, tip number three, couple like things together. Okay, so if you are going to couple things together, you could do something like, you know, if you have three bathrooms, you can couple all the bathrooms together. Or if you would rather do like windows and mirrors, you could do windows and mirrors one day and then maybe floors another day and then maybe 
dusting and vacuuming another day. You can choose kind of if you want to do it by cleaning task or if you want to do it by room. Um, that's that's a choice that you have to make and, and decide what works best for your family. It's also important to try to do timed sessions and not let it take way more time than is needed because there's so much um, you you can make cleaning take forever. Okay, you if you are given a day to get the job done, you can take the entire day or you can learn how to be quick, fast and efficient and you can get it done in 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes max, right? So we we fill the time that we're allotted. So try to set set, set yourself a timer and decide how long you really really want to stay within and give yourself a little cushion, okay? So don't don't go crazy and don't be like, I'm going to get this done in three minutes. Like, don't go crazy and stress yourself out and then just hit burnout and totally forget this whole thing and you just give it up, okay? Make sure that you give yourself some time. So I would say a good time to start with would be probably one hour, maybe two if you're really having to start with like a good deep clean foundation because you haven't really deep cleaned things in a long time. Um, ideally, you'd like to get it down to about 10 to 15 minutes a day, um, depending on your home, the size of it, um, how many people are living there and all that kind of thing. There's tons of different, um, variations and factors that you have to take in, but ideally 10 to 15 minutes is a pretty good, um, set amount of time that you can kind of set as your goal in the future to kind of reach. But for now, maybe set a a timer for like, you know, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour or something like that, just to get yourself used to the habit without, so much rigidity that you end up failing. Okay. Um, and then you can choose a room or two per day, or you can choose a type of cleaning task per day. Again, you can choose to wash all the floors or you can choose to do bathrooms or you can choose to do bedrooms or whatever it is. You decide how you want to structure that cleaning routine. Step number five, practice makes consistence. Okay. Use your first month as a practice month. So set up your cleaning schedule, figure out how you want this to work, you know, post it on your fridge and on your bathroom mirror, like anywhere that you can to kind of help you to remember this, screenshot it and put it, or screenshot it, take a picture of it and set it on your, um, the front part of your phone, whatever, whatever you can do, set reminders on your speaker, set reminders in your phone, um, on your calendar, whatever you can do to make it um, make it available to you visually and really, really try to stick to that schedule. So we're not aiming for perfection here. We're just aiming for consistency. When you work on a room, set the timer. Once it's up, you say, okay, I'm done. I've completed this job for the day. Like my time's up. And then you leave it and you just put it on the calendar or your, you know, phone calendar, whatever, remind it, remind yourself that that's a task that needs to be finished up the next week on that same day. So for example, if you are doing dusting and you only dust like half the house, then the next week you're going to do the rest of the house. Okay. Um, and that's something that I had to learn because I have, um, a lot of dusting that needs to happen in Arizona. We get a lot more dust than a lot of people, especially when we have dust storm season. Um, it's a pretty sometimes biweekly task, like where you're just having to dust a lot And if you don't dust constantly, consistently, then you have it pile up quite quickly. And so when you go to dust, you don't just dust, you're like having to vacuum up all the excess because it's, it films up, right? It gets 
pretty nasty. So I found that when I go, when I started my cleaning routine, I really had to take a long time. Like it took me like a full day to dust just the downstairs. And then the upstairs was even more because there's more textiles, more windows, um, bedrooms and things like that. And so there's just a lot more to dust. And I've had to be patient with it and realize that I can only dust so much per day. And then I'm going to have to leave the rest of it for the next week. And it's kind of frustrating when I'm one that likes to finish something. When I set a goal, I want to complete it. Um, but you just have to be patient with yourself and just do the best that you can in the time that you allot yourself and then let yourself be done. Even if you're not finished, let yourself be done and not take, you know, days and days on end to do one simple task. It can be very overwhelming and you'll hit burnout too quick and you'll just give it up. So, Don't be so rigid with yourself. Be flexible, but also really try to focus on creating that habit and making the cleaning schedule work for you. And the way it's going to work for you is by not setting your expectations so stinking high that you can't achieve them, but also not being so wishy-washy about it and wobbly that you end up giving yourself so much time that you don't really have a focus and it's just kind of so flexible. It almost is not even worth like having as a schedule because you just kind of do whatever, whenever, right? So there's got to be kind of that, that balance, that happy balance in between. All right. Step number six, reevaluate and refine. At the end of your few weeks of practicing this new cleaning schedule that you're really excited about and you're just kind of actually starting to create it as a habit, ask yourself what's working. Just kind of evaluate, you know, what's working, what isn't, what needs changing? How can you simplify? How can you make it easier on yourself? Um, How can you work smarter and not harder? Okay. And then refine your schedule and try out your new desired cleaning schedule. Try it again. This may take a few months of practicing before you really settle in on something that you feel you can stick to and are happy with and feel good about. Don't expect it to just work the moment that you start it. it you're going to have these ups and downs, these bumps along the way, and it's going to be hard, like really hard when you first start because you're not used to it. And anytime you try something new, it's really hard at the beginning. But as you consistently do that and you develop it into a habit, it becomes easier. You gain a little more flexibility and are able to kind of tweak it and make it work for you and your family. But when you first start, it's important to have not a ton, but a little bit of rigidity that you need to kind of stick to, to help you create that habit. So for example, with the cleaning schedule, you stick to the days that you've decided for the time allotted that you've decided for the task that you've decided. Okay. So for example, if you decide that Tuesdays are bathroom day and you decide you're going to do it for an hour or less You set the timer, you do your task or whatever. And like I said, if you don't finish in time, that's okay. Roll it over to the next week, but be consistent about every Tuesday, making that a bathroom day or a dusting day or a bedroom day, whatever it is you decide to do, just be consistent and set that timer. That's really going to make the difference is just doing your best to try to create that habit. Um. Make sure you're refining your schedule as you go. Try out your new desired cleaning schedule. Try it on for size. See how it feels. Does it overwhelm you? Does it help create calm in your home? Like kind of just reevaluate things. Refine it as you go. And it's going to be little bits at a time. So this could take 
a lot longer than you were expecting. Maybe you're expecting to get this weekly cleaning schedule down just pat right then, right as soon as you start it. But from experience, I can tell you it doesn't work that way. It will take some tweaking. It will take some practice and you might fail a few times and you might mess up and you might not get it just right. And that's okay. We're not striving for perfection. We're just trying to create that habit. Consistency is key. Step number seven, make sure your cleaning supplies are stocked and portable or accessible. Okay. So stock up on cleaning supplies that you love or make your own if that's something that you enjoy doing. You know, keep either the cleaning supplies that are already pre-made on hand or keep all the supplies that you need to make your cleaning supplies on hand. Um, For example, if you like making um, like all-purpose spray on your own, you would need something like vinegar and an essential oil like lemon or something and vinegar and water, like a few things, you know, not water because we always have water, but you know what I mean? Just having like a few things on hand that, um, you know, spray bottle that you like to use or whatever, having things on hand so that you can make your own if you decide to do that. And then it's important to have a cleaning caddy, okay? Um, Like a little cleaning bucket that keeps all your supplies in it. It will help simplify your life so much by keeping all of your cleaning stuff in one place and it just makes cleaning a breeze because you have everything that you need to clean that room in that room or you have it in a caddy that you can carry around your house. If you only have one place to you know, store your cleaning stuff, then you can just carry it around. So again, you can either make it portable or make it accessible. So what I mean by accessible is if you have like say a two-story home and you've got bathrooms downstairs and bathrooms upstairs, it would be ideal to double all the products that you store and you keep half of them upstairs and half of them downstairs. So you have some in the bathroom that you are cleaning downstairs and you have some in the bathroom that you're cleaning upstairs in the cupboard, you know, with a child lock on it or whatever, if you have younger ones um, and you're worried about the cleaning supplies getting into. But it's important to store things in the space they're getting cleaned or at least have them portable. But ideally to have them accessible in the space they're getting cleaned because for one, it makes it easy it helps you to be consistent and you have everything you need at your fingertips. So it, it takes way less time. Okay. So it helps you to be quick and efficient. So you're not taking an hour trying to gather all your supplies and figure out what you need and what you need to clean and all that. You Everything is kind of already thought out. You've already planned it out. You have the supplies ready to go and it's just quick and efficient, you know, 10 to 15 minutes and done. Um, also think about storing your cleaning supplies, like I said, in upstairs and in downstairs. So it's important to, yes, keep the cleaning supplies in the bathroom if you're going to be cleaning the bathrooms and then have it, you know, under the sink so it's accessible. But at the same time, having it accessible in each bathroom is even more ideal. Okay. So portable would be your first thing, having it in a cleaning caddy. Second would be to make sure that you have it at least in one of the bathrooms. And third would be to be able to have it in each of the bathrooms. Okay. So that just kind of gives you some ideas of how to make it a little bit easier, a little more efficient, and helps you with the time sensitivity that you're looking for. Okay, so we kind of talked about this, but just to kind of give you a little review, how long should it take you to clean every day? It could be, again, 30 minutes, two hours, or a full day if you let it, but the secret sauce is to be quick and efficient, okay? Like I said, if you have all day to do something, you're going to make it take all day long, okay? If your time is limited maybe even constantly interrupted, work fast, work efficiently, 
do what you can in the time you have and then come back to it next week. And, and that is said perfectly by Katie Shaw. Um, it's important to just start with 15 to 30 minutes a day and build from there. Don't focus on it, you know, taking forever, right? An hour or less is kind of a great place to start, but ideally we would like to bring it to that 15 to 30 minutes maybe even ideally 10 to 15 minutes, okay? You decide what you want to start with, whether it be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. Just make sure that you're not giving yourself this huge amount of room to work with. Make sure that you kind of challenge yourself. If you normally get it done in two hours, see if you can get it done in an hour. If you normally do it in an hour, see if you can get it done in 30 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, right? Just kind of cut that time shorter and really work fast and work up to that 10 to 15 minute you know, Mark, you decide how you're going to do that. But anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour is probably ideal to start with. And then focus on creating the habit, maybe even be a bit rigid about it so that the habit sticks. Like I said, once it becomes routine, you can relax a little and mold it into a more flexible schedule that works for you. But the key first is to make it a habit to do it consistently until it becomes routine for you. Consistency again is always key, not perfection, consistency. So along with your weekly cleaning schedule that you've created and you've kind of set into place how you want to do this, it's important that you don't forget to do the dailies, okay? So it's important to do simple things like wiping down your counters, tables, stovetop, sink, chairs, and stools, you know, the basics, like the surfaces, okay? You want to wipe those down each day. It's important to sweep floors, or stick vacuum, however you want to do that. Wipe down bathrooms with sanitizing wipes. Always have those available in your bathrooms. Make your beds, and everyone can make their own, unless they're really little, then you might need to help them or do it for them. But ideally, like you for sure need to make your bed every single day. That starts the day off productivity-wise. It starts the day off on a good foot, and it sets a good example for the rest of the family. Um do like a quick speed clean or, you know, declutter, little clutter pickup, tidy, whatever you want to call it uh, every day. Okay. Just if you see some things scattered along the floor, tidy it up as you go. Like never leave a room empty handed. Always try to get a few things picked up as you go. Make sure to wash dishes. And this is preferably to do after every single meal, because when you have a big family, it's important to get those things done because they will pile up very quickly. So wash your dishes after every single meal and snack time or use paper if you don't want to wash dishes constantly. It's up to you how you want to do that. Um, but make sure that the, the kitchen sink kind of just stays cleared because once there's one dish in the sink, it piles up super fast because everybody sees, oh, there's a dish in the sink. I can just chuck mine in. I don't need to wash it. Make sure that that stays clean and you're just constantly loading that dishwasher. So at nighttime, you're ready to just turn it on and be good to go. Um, make sure to do a load of laundry from start to finish every single day. That's totally up to you. If you want to do all your laundry in one day, or if you want to just do a little bit each day, I prefer to do it a little bit each day because it's more manageable for me. I can do a load of laundry, um, within like about two hours, I can go from start to finish having it washed, dried, folded, and put away within two hours. Um, cause the, the washing machine takes about an hour. Dryer takes maybe like 30 minutes or more. And then to fold it or hang it up or whatever and then put it in the rooms that they belong, I would say it's about a two-hour process. But I can be doing other things while it's washing and drying. So I'm not stuck to that. 
I can be doing my cleaning for the week, whatever my weekly task is on that day while the dailies are getting done. You know, my, my dishwasher is running my, my washing machine for the laundry is running, um, while I'm in the middle of vacuuming or whatever it is. Okay. So I can do several things at once without having to feel overwhelmed. Um, and last, it's important to take out the garbage and recycling every single day, especially if it's piling up quickly, making sure that the house is smelling good and it just keeps it nice so that things don't get piled up and start spilling out onto the floor. Just making sure that's always cleaned out, ready to go for people to throw garbage in, especially in the kitchen. Um, so though that's kind of the dailies, the basics that you need to make sure that you're focusing on. They're very simple, but very crucial. I call them the foundation. <laughs> there's eight of them okay so the found eight the found eights um that is the the main things that you need to get done every single day and just kind of learn how to roll that into a morning routine and an evening routine so you're not having to do it all day long but you just do it as part of your daily rhythm it's just something that becomes a consistent habit, just like your weekly stuff. Okay. So we can go more into doing the dailies, um, in another episode, but this episode, we're just focusing on getting those weekly tasks done each day. So some weekly tasks that you can think about putting into your routine are things like your living room, family room, and mudroom, your kitchen and dining, your bathrooms, your master bedroom, or your kids' rooms, the laundry room and laundry, um, washing floors, dusting, vacuuming, um, entryways, hallways, stairs, those like entryways, hallways, and stairs, I would, I would consider those more of like a, a monthly, um, task because they are not necessarily something that people really spend a lot of time on. They're more things that you just need to like dust quickly or wash down walls or vacuum carpet. So they can kind of be thrown into the other categories. So I would just focus on your main living spaces, um, like, Family room, living room, mudroom, those get used all the time. Kitchen and dining, bathrooms, bedrooms, um, and then washing floors, dusting, vacuuming, that kind of stuff. Those are all kind of things that need to get attention to. And then also, depending on your home and what you deal with, I would say like outdoors, like sweeping porches, um, maybe doing some yard work, whether that be you know, weeding or, um, taking care of a garden, watering flowers, like whatever it is that you need to do to maintain your yard, um, or garage even, you know, those could be things that you could work on weekly. Garage could also be a monthly thing. If you don't really need to do attention to it constantly, maybe it's just something that needs to be focused on once a month. You know, you kind of decide what you want to do, but that gives you some ideas and some things that you can work on, Um, and figure out a routine that works for you and just customize it to your family's needs. I hope this episode is helpful. I hope that you're able to create a cleaning routine that works for you. And I can say from my experience, I have found that over the years of not having cleaning routines, like a specific cleaning schedule, and then changing to actually having a cleaning schedule, it's made all the difference. It's been very stressful to create a cleaning routine and it definitely takes a lot of effort to create that foundation of what where it's ready to be just maintained and not deep clean constantly. But once you get past the phase of getting all the deep cleaning done, the the maintenance mode is so easy and you can get to 10 to 15 minutes a day, but you just have to kind of trudge through the waters of the hard stuff first. Get rid of all of the deep cleaning that needs to get done first. 
So you can start with the maintenance mode. And then from there, it just is so, so easy. Like your house is just constantly clean. It's just always ready for guests. Your family's happier. You live healthier. You're less stressed. Your home feels good. It looks good. It's enjoyable to be in. There's more peace in your home, less chaos. There's so many benefits to having a clean home and an organized home. But it starts with the homemaker. You've got to decide to take control of your space and to be the CEO of your home environment. It's it's really, really important to take that step and really try your hardest to make your surroundings, your environment a beautiful, loving, like warm and friendly place where where family and friends can gather together and and it can be just a place of peace and love and, and just a place where you can enjoy each other's company because you're not so worried about the mess and the clutter and the stress that comes with all of that. So I am excited for you to create your own cleaning routines. I would love to hear um, comments in, in our Instagram and Facebook groups and just kind of starting a chain of, you know, how, how your cleaning schedules are going and the things you're struggling with, the things that you're succeeding in, what you're loving about it, what you um, would like to do to make things better in your home. And, and let's just kind of create a good chain of trying to help each other out and, and share tips and tricks and things that are working for you. And who knows, maybe you'll be able to help other people by just sharing the things that are working for you or not working for you. So thank you so much for listening. It has been a joy to chat with you each week. And I look forward to talking with you next week again on High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery. And thank you so much for listening. Have a good week. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.